the glory, all the honor, all the praise. He's a good God. He's a good father. He's loving. He's faithful. He's kind. He's generous. He's strong. He's sovereign. He's awesome. He's awesome. He loves us when no one else would love us. He loved us in our lowest point of life. And he loves us when we think we got it all together. And he loves us when it all falls apart. He loves us. And his love is consistent. And I love that about him. I love that about him. Amen. Amen. You know, our love is not consistent. And we know it because we're married. Come on. Am I, can I tell the truth in church? There's sometimes I can't meet the need of my spouse. Or sometimes I'm just, I don't know. I just am. You know, but we all are. Amen. But his love is consistent, and it's strong, and it's faithful, and it's pure, and it's righteous, and it's holy, and it's awesome. Amen. Amen. So give it up for him. Amen. Yeah. Praise God. No, you can go home now. That was my message. That was the best one I've ever preached, some people would say. Amen. I hear you. Well, let's gather around the word. Father, thank you for a new year. Thank you for another day. Thank you for breath in our lungs, life in our blood, strength in our bodies. Thank you for grace and mercy. Thank you that we're one day closer to the rapture, or we're one day closer to seeing you face to face. And Father, we thank you that you are faithful to us. We ask your blessing upon the reading of the word and the sharing of the word. Open our hearts, open our ears, open our spirit, and let us go forth in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I want to say it again. Happy New Year. Amen. Amen. You know, and it's great to start the new year in the house of the Lord. It's a good starting point. Because some people, and some of us remember, too, our own starting points back in the day. But we started out maybe in a bar. And we rang in the new year with something in our hand. And we're, happy new year. It's a great start. And, and we, we expected great things or good things out of the coming year. But how can you expect good things or great things out of a coming year when your starting point is bad? Right? There's this, uh, how many, I was going to say, there's this movie, Forrest Gump, like you've never heard of it. There's a, in, in the movie, Forrest Gump, they're, they're, they're in the, the bar, and, and they're, they're, the ball is dropped, and they're, they're all hooping and hollering in the world, and the girl says, and it's one of the saddest uh, dialogues that I've ever heard in a movie, to me personally, when it says, don't you just love New Year? You get to start all over. And I, and I looked, and I said, and I know it's not a real movie, but some people, that's like how they, they look at New Year and they get to start all over. But where are you starting from? You get to start all over doing what? Then the following year, everything you've done the year before, you're doing again. And you wonder why you're depressed, you're discouraged, you're sad, you're lonely, you're hurting, you're bitter, you're angry, you're disappointed with life because your starting point is wrong. But here we are at a good starting point. See, we just started worshiping the Lord on the first day of 2023. That's a good starting point. And then we had communion around the Lord's table, and, and we examined our hearts, and we confessed sin and the blood of Jesus, the most powerful substance known to man. 
cleansed us of all sin. That's a good starting point. And now you're going to hear me preach. Well, you know, you got to take the good with the bad, okay? Not everything can be good. Come on. But no, it's a good starting point. We're gathering around the word of the Lord this morning. Amen. So we're at a good starting point for 2023. Now, I don't know how you felt about 2022. Maybe some of you are glad it's over and you don't want to revisit it. But let's revisit it for just a few minutes, all right? Maybe 2022, felt, you felt a little bit like this. I mean, 2022 just hit you hard and sent you reeling. And then the bell rung and you got to sit in the, in the corner. And you're sitting here in church today and you're like, wow, call me, Mickey, call me. But here's the thing. You may feel like that. See, and that's your feeling. You feel discouraged. You feel defeated. You feel beat up. See, but that's your feeling. And that's the way you look at how you feel. But that's not how God looks at you. See, God looks at you like this. See, because the fight's not over yet. And we have a champion, and his name is Jesus Christ, and he beat sin, sickness, death, hell, and the grave, and he rose victorious, and he sits at the right hand of the Father, and he ever intercedes for us, and guess what? He looks at us and says, get up off the, off the stool there, get back in the fight. You're not a loser, you're a champion. So you're a winner. And you want to know why you're a winner? I'm going to tell you out of Romans chapter 8, verse 37 through 39. But in some things. Thank you. Why I didn't hear that? All things. But in all things, we are overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. For I am convinced. Are you convinced? You know, when you're convinced, it doesn't matter how you feel. See, when you're convinced, you can get beat up, and you can say, I'm convinced that no matter what you throw at me, I'm still going to beat you. I may get knocked down, but I'm not out. I may trip up and fall, but I still get back up. Why? Because I'm convinced of this thing. And I'm convinced that he and that he overwhelmingly, that I will overwhelmingly comp conquer through him who loved us. For I am convinced, check this out, that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. You're a champion. So the next time you feel like you're defeated, open up Romans chapter 8, verses 37 through 39, and speak them until you're convinced that you're not losing, you're actually winning. Amen? Amen. Well, maybe you feel like this. 2022 was a roller coaster ride. You've had your ups, you've had your downs. You went back up, 
You came back down. Somewhere along the line, you might have even got a little. You had some loop-de-loop, some hard curves, and just when you thought the ride was over, you went backwards. And you've had a, you've had a, a year of craziness. It's been an up-and-down kind of year. Want to let you know that the roller coaster ride ain't over. Jesus hasn't taken us home yet. Amen. But you know what Jesus says, though? Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you at the proper times, casting all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Amen. Amen. I was sharing with first service that I used to love roller coaster rides. Pastor Rick, we went when we were younger. We remember we opened them and we closed them. You know, we, I remember I used to stand up, Ooh! you know, and, it, when it was, and now I look at it and, uh, and I, I pray that someday my daughter doesn't say, hey, Dad, can we go on one of those rides? Because the first thing I'm going to ask for is where's the defibrillator? Because I don't know how much, you know, my, not that I've got a bad heart, but there's so much stress as your heart can take. I, you know, I don't want to go before the time. But roller coasters don't seem to have that. I look at that now and go, ooh, that looks dangerous. Or maybe you feel like this. You're drowning. You're lost at sea. All alone. You're crying out, but there doesn't seem to be an answer. Your situation's not changing. You don't know what, you can't see the land. You can't, there's, you, you, you're grasping, but you just don't seem to be able to set your feet or on, on a firm or solid ground. And, and you're like, oh, Lord, where are you? Help me. I'm overwhelmed. I'm drowning. This, has got, this is too much for me. And it, that's a good thing when you say it's too much for me because it's not too much for him. Yes, it is. There are things, in, there are going to be situations and times in our lives where it's going to be too much for right, us. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's going to be too much. Bad news, bad report, whatever it may be. And, and sometimes we have to walk that out by ourselves. Because the bad report has our name on it. And I've got to walk this out now. And here I want to let you know. That no matter what, he is faithful to see you through to the end. You never walk alone. Because he said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. And so if he said he'll never leave you nor forsake you, he can never leave you nor forsake you because he doesn't lie. And his word is eternal. It'll never pass away. But I want to share with you out of Isaiah 43, 1 through 2. He said, but now, says, says the Lord, your creator, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters... I will be with you. And through the rivers, they won't overflow on you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flames burn you. Isaiah 43, verses 1 through 2. So no matter what you may have gone through in life, no matter how you may feel, the word of God is there for you to encourage you, to strengthen you, to give you the strength to speak out over your situation and find not only the remedy, but the strength to endure. Amen? Amen. Amen. So here we are. 
in 2023. And as we look to a new year, no matter what your starting point may be, you're in a good place because you've got the right starting point. And I want to let you know that God is the initiator of new things and new beginnings in our lives. The Bible tells us that he renews our youth like the eagles. Not the football team. I got a singular that, like the eagle. He renews our strength. It says you, you may walk and not grow weary. You can run and not grow faint. But there are some that walk and grow weary and some that walk and not faint. But he says, but, but those that wait on the Lord, he shall renew their strength that they'll, that they'll mount up with wings like eagles and they'll walk and not grow weary. Run and not grow faint. You know, I'm such and such an age, and there's only two places I run to or from. One, I run to the bathroom, and the last thing I do is run from the bear. That's about it. But the fact of the matter is, is I'll probably be more successful with the bathroom than I will be with the bear. But, I, but I, I, I've, I've written a contract out, and running is not in my um, near future. But as we look to the new year, we have to understand that God is the creator, initiator of all things new. It says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things have passed. Behold, all things are made new. See, the moment you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, your past was gone. God said, cut, zip, done kicked it to the curb and said, everything from this point on is new. And you try to look, you try to say, go back and say, God, remember when I was doing this and this? And he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. See, because the old is past, all things are made new. You don't have a past. You have a present and a future, and it belongs to Jesus Christ now. Amen? Any man who's in Christ... If you've not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior in, in, today, today is a chance for you to begin a really new beginning in your life. Because if any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. If you're tired of the old, he's got something new for you. If you're tired of your past, then who is and who cannot look back at your past and say, wow, I was really so glad you took me away from that. Amen. You can have a new, a, a new beginning. Amen. And when the devil reminds you of your past, you remind them of 2 Corinthians 5.17 and you shut that devil up. Because my God does new things. You all you can do is remind me of the old things. You're defeated. And then he says in Isaiah, do not call to mind. And, and Kelly brought this up just, just, just a few minutes ago. Do not call to mind the former things. Don't think about your past. Well, ponder the things of the past. I just said that. Behold, I will do something new. Will you not be aware of it? I will make a roadway in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. See, God is in the business of doing new things. And I, the older I get, the more new things I want to see. See, the status quo doesn't cut it anymore. I want to see some new things. And I'm not in the place of demanding that God do new things. I want to push into God so that I see new things. 
See, what we need to do is, is we, especially in 2023, as things get more evil, as wickedness becomes more proud and arrogant and pushes itself in our face, and the, and the things that were wrong are now considered right, and the things that were right are now considered wrong, and the church is... They, they, they laugh at us and all these things, and you're weak, you're irrelevant, da, 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 this is, you know, blah, 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 everything, this is the new way, your, your ways are ancient, they're, they're oppressive, all these lies. See, what we need to do is we need to talk to God. See, we need to talk to God so that we can talk like God. See, I need to look to God until I look like God. See, and then I need to walk with God so that I can learn what it is to walk like God. See, that's the thing the church needs to do, is we need to set our focus more today than any time ever before in the history of mankind. We need to set our focus on the Lord so strong. We need to speak to the Lord so much. We need to find our strength and our new beginning in Christ. See, there are people going to wake up today I don't know what time they're going to wake up because I have no time idea what time they got home, but they're going to already feel beat up. They're already going to feel hungover. They're already going to feel disappointed. I had so much better expectations for the night, but my expectations were not met. So they're starting out in a place of disappointment. And then there's all of this harshness of life, the cruelty uh, that even, you know, you have to watch your words that you say because then you can be canceled or this and that. There's all this vitriol coming out and people are afraid and people are, are wondering what's new in this world? Where is the new thing? Where is the real thing? And so the church needs to begin to embrace its calling. The church needs to embrace the Lord and the cross until it so has an effect on our lives that it begins to affect the lives of other people. Amen? Amen. So as we look, no matter your st starting point, God is the initiator, the creator, the author of all new beginnings in our life. And I want to give you four, I mean, I'm sorry, three essential reasons why we need to look to God more earnestly. If you will, turn in your Bibles to Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 through 23. funny in our new kind of lines you don't hear paper anymore it's the most quietest thing when you say turn in your bible lamentations chapter 3 verses 22 through 23 the lord's loving kindness indeed never cease for his compassions never fail they are new every morning great is your faithfulness so a short portion of scripture here, but very powerful of what the Lord wants, was trying to say to us today. Now, there are in some scripture where it says the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So whatever translation you may have, I'm going to take from the translation that I have before me here today. And we have to understand What's the, one essential reason why we need to push into God is very simple. God's loving kindness never cease. See, people are cold. People are cruel. People are unkind. People can't drive. <laughs> Amen. 
People can't, can't maneuver a traffic circle without stopping in the middle of it and letting other people by. You're in the circle. It's yours. You have the right of way. Yes, I, amen, Pastor Rick. We got to go pray over the circle. But there are many things. There is a cruelty in this world, and we're seeing it. We're seeing it even now. The cruelty of the world is aimed at our children. To confuse them. To get them to question the very creation of God that they were knit in their mother's womb. The very, who they were made to be. That's evil. That's wicked and that's perverse. And so we're looking at the, all these things. And it's easy to get discouraged. It's easy to become Wondering where God is. And I want to let you know that these things, because we live in the dark world, because we live in, in an evil time, and this day, it can tear at the very spirit, our very spirit on a daily basis. See, but we have to push out of our lives the notion that I can do it on my own. See, if you're going to have a good starting point, you got to understand, your starting point isn't that you can do it on your own. Here's the other thing you can't say to yourself. I'm strong. I'm strong. I can run this race. I can do this. All right? I've been running this race a long time. I got it. I know it. I, uh, you know, nobody has to tell me how to run the race. That's a dangerous place to be at. I can finish the race on my own. See, we're hobbled by our sinful nature. And I want to share, share with you the a story by, of Derek and James Redmond, but it doesn't do me justice to share it by my words. I'd like you to see it for yourselves and then let me share it with you further on. Amen? You know, as you run the race this year, I know, whew, I get it. I've cried enough over that. I'm, I'm all cried out. Um, as you run your race this year, understand that in a very short time, you're going to be hobbled because we deal with the sin nature of our own lives. And you think that because you may have fallen down and you get back up and you, now you, you, you're, 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 your run isn't as strong as it, as it started out, your heavenly father's going to run to you, okay? Because his compassions never fail. You're trying to do it on your own, and God's saying to you, stop trying to do it on your own. Let me come alongside you. Put your arm on my shoulder. Stop, handling, stop putting everything on your shoulder. Put your arm on my shoulder. Let, me be, be my, let my shoulders be your strength to carry you through to the finish line, to get you to where you need to go. And where is the place that you need to go? Finish the race. Run the race before him and finish and finally hear the very words. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into thy father's rest. And so don't get discouraged at yourself when you seem to stumble and fall. Just like that man, he was destined to win the race, destined to win it. Only to come halfway through the race and his, and his hamstring went out. And to feel like, oh, I've trained all my life for this, and now it's over? Oh, but the, to get up and just say, okay, but at least I'm going to try and finish the race on my own. 
But a loving father sitting in the stand says, there's no way I'm letting my son finish that race. My child, let me put it that way. My child finished the race on his own, hobbled like that. I'm going to get out of my seat. But how about this? I'm going to get off my throne, and I'm going to step down, and I'm going to wrap my arms around him, and I'm going to say, you're not alone. Let's finish this together. Amen? That's why his compassions never fail. Amen? Amen. So his loving kindness never cease. His compassions never fail. They're new every morning. The moment your eyes open, the thing we need to say is, God, thank you for loving me before you get out of bed. Because according to his word there, it says that his, that his compassions are new every morning. See, the thing is, is sometimes we go to bed and we take the problems and the failures that we had the day before. And guess what? When we wake up, they're right there saying, yo, what's up? How you doing? Remember me? Remember me yesterday? Yeah, I I'm here again. But here's the thing. We can embrace the problems of the, of the day before, or we can just lay there for a second when our eyes are open and receive the, the, new, the compassions of the Father that are new every morning and find great strength in that. See, this world is unloving, and sometimes we ourselves become cold and unloving towards one another. But God's love never ceases. They're new every morning. It's consistent. His love is consistent. So when your eyes open, his love is right there. It's new every morning. If you're looking for something new, there it is every morning. His love is new for you every morning. New is great. I like new. How many here like new? How many people got old presents for Christmas? You know, honey, what would you like for, for Christmas? An old pair of underwear. You know, I'd like some old shoes, ones that don't fit. I really would like that. No, we want, we want something new, right? We go to the store to get something new. You know, uh, I rem one of the things I th thought about when I was thinking of this, uh, of putting this together, how many people, I'm going to date myself now, how many people remember Monty Hall, right? Yeah, yeah. Some of the people, Monty who? I don't know who the new guy is, so I got to go with, with my old guy, okay, Monty Hall. And remember, that was the price is right. Was that the price is right? No. Let's make a deal. Yeah, let's make a deal. And remember, and he would say, tell him what he's won, Bob. And then the door would open and somebody would go, a new car. And oh! Right? And I, like, there's reasons to get excited about new. The guy, imagine the guy just sitting there going, ah, oh, new car, really? That's it? That's all you got to talk? No, it's exciting to get things new. How exciting is a new baby? Yeah. They even smell good. They're all, I mean, they're awesome. You know, their head lays there, their body lays there, their arms dangling. Oh, you know, you know and, and then they get older and bigger, and then they get to junior high school, and you're longing for that day. But, but no, children, we all want new things. Children want new things. We want new things. New is good. Matter of fact, new is great. Oliver Cromwell, during the 17th century, he was Lord Protector of England, and he sentenced a soldier to be shot for his crimes. The execution was to take place at the ringing of the curfew bell. However, the bell did not sound. The soldier's fiancée had climbed into the belfry 
and clung to the great clapper of the bell to prevent it from striking. When she was summoned by Cromwell to account for her actions, she wept as she showed him her bruised and bleeding hands. Cromwell's heart was touched, and he said, Your lover shall, be, shall live because of your sacrifice. Curfew shall not ring tonight. You see, everything all around us fails, but God's compassion for us never fails. See, I'll fail myself, I'll fail my wife, I'll fail my daughter, I'll fail my fellow man, but God's love and, pa- and compassion never fail. And so stop looking to, to people that are, go- that are going to disappoint you and look up, look up, lift up your eyes to the hills from whence cometh your help. Your help cometh from the Lord. His love never fails. Amen? Amen. (laughs) Lastly, great is his faithfulness. I don't, if you've been walking with the Lord for a day or 50 years, the one thing you can always say is God, right? God has been faithful. There, when you look at every need that you've had, it's been met. When you look and when you f- f- failed him a thousand times, he's still been merciful and kind and gracious and loving, and he's cleansed you and lifted you up and said, go on and do it again. Go on and try again. I love you and I believe in you. My son died for you. We're, I'm here for you. His great faithfulness is a testimony to who he is. See, God has a reputation. And his reputation is that he's been faithful. But God proclaims his reputation to Moses back on Mount Sinai. In Exodus chapter 34, verses 5 through 7, he says, Then the Lord came down in the cloud and stood there with him and proclaimed his name, the Lord. And he passed in front of Moses proclaiming, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands, and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children and their children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation. God is, now, this is a beautiful thing. God can proclaim his reputation. Amen? And each and every one of us here has a reputation. I have a reputation. You have a reputation. When I look at you, I think of your reputation. What kind of a person is he? Is he solid? Is he this? Is he that? Does he lie? Does he cheat? Does he treat his wife right? Is he good with his children? You know, my reputation precedes me too. And as my reputation precedes me, Some of you have different opinions of me. Because in some way, I've met met your expectation. Or some way, I may have failed your expectation. So somewhere along the line, my reputation is different throughout the room. But God's reputation is constant. You know, and the thing we have to begin to think about is the reputation of God that we represent to others. See, God's reputation is constant. But how we represent God to others determines God's reputation. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because whether we like it or not, God left us as the representation 
for Jesus Christ, his son, and God the Father. Okay? And so we represent God. And, and, and there have been many times throughout church history where God's reputation was damaged because of the, of the um, selfishness or the carelessness of people in authority. Do you understand what I'm saying? You know, when you hold up a sign and you say, God hates gays, that damages God's reputation. Because my pastor here has said something that's so beautiful and so powerful. God loves people, but God hates sin. Because sin hurts people, and God loves people. And if you look in your Bible, he hates the sin of homosexuality. Just as he hates the sin of the liar, the cheater, the adulterer. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, how come people aren't holding signs that God hates the adulterer, or God hates the thief, or God... Do you understand what I'm saying? So if we're going to, if we're going to represent God in the right way, right? Okay, and we're seeing that there are a lot of confused, and we're seeing the, the, what we're looking at right now is a, a rise of homosexuality, in the, in, okay? And you know what? When the damage is done, who's going to be there to pick up the pieces? What's the reputation going to be? Are they going to go, no, I don't want to hear from you. You hate gays. Do you understand what I'm saying? We have a valuable thing in our hand, and that is, is upholding the reputation of God. What's the reputation of Full Gospel Center? What's the representation? What's the, what's the reputation of the church in America? Is it weak? Is it, is it fearful? Is it quiet? Is it cowardly? See, the reputation of the church has to change. Why? Because our God is not weak. Our God is not frail. Our God is not a coward. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They're new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. God is just as faithful to the saint as he is to the sinner. He sent his son to die, right? What does it say? God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And so when we begin anew today, let us begin to think anew, believe anew, walk anew, dedicate ourselves, our lives anew to the Lord Jesus Christ. Pursue him in a new way. Well, Pastor Mike, how do I do that? I don't know for myself. I cannot tell you. The only thing I can say is I have to listen to the Holy Spirit because you know what? I need more of him, but I need to see him in a better way than I've seen him ever before, and I can't do it the old way. So I don't know what the new way is. Only the Holy Spirit can show me. Amen? And only the Holy Spirit can show you. Behold, he makes all things new. God bless you this morning. Thank you for that word, Pastor Mike. Good morning. Happy New Year. Few announcements. How well do you know the Cafe for Christ? Please look in your bulletin for a fun quiz about the cafe. Get four or more answers right and receive a free regular beverage or half-price espresso drink in the cafe. Men's group will be meeting tomorrow evening, January 2nd at 7 o'clock. Uh, we have a video for our marriage ministry.
there's all this pressure, you know? And sometimes it feels like it's right up on me and I can just feel it, like literally feel it in my head and it's relentless and I don't know if it's gonna stop. I mean, that's the thing that scares me the most is that I don't know if it's ever gonna stop. Yeah. Well, you do have a nail in your head. It is not about the nail. Are you sure? Because, I mean, I'll bet if we got that out of there. Stop trying to fix it. No, I'm not trying to fix it. I'm just pointing out that maybe the nail is causing. You always do this. You always try to fix things when what I really need is for you to just listen. No, see, I don't think that is what you need. I think what you need is to get the nail See, out. you're not even listening now. Okay, fine. I will listen. Fine. It's just, sometimes it's like, there's this achy, I don't know what it is. And I'm not sleeping very well at all. And all my sweaters are snagged. I mean, all of them. really hard. It is. Thank you. Ow! Come on! If you would just... Don't! Try to see things my way Do I have to keep on talking till I can go on? One Accord Marriage Enrichment Ministry meets every second Friday of the month at 7 o'clock. The topic this month is law of responsibility in marriage, being responsible to each other but not for each other. The next meeting is January 13th. One by one Bible study. We have a video. You've done it again, Lord. You've done it again. You are good and you are mighty and you are merciful. And you keep taking care of me when I don't deserve it. Praise you, Jesus. You are Lord. Give me another one, Lord. Guide me to who you want me to help. Raise up more that will call upon your name. Raise up those that love you and seek you and trust you. Raise them up, Lord, raise them up. Lord, we need a generation of believers who are not ashamed of the gospel. We need an army of believers, Lord, that hate to be lukewarm and will stand on your word above all else. Raise them up, Lord, raise them up. I pray for unity among those that love you. I pray that you open their eyes so that they can see your truth, Lord. I pray for your hand of protection and guidance. Raise up a generation, Lord, that will take light into this world, that will not come 
lives when under pressure that will not cower, Lord, when others fall away. Raise them up, Lord, that they will proclaim that there is salvation in the name of Jesus Christ. Raise up warriors, Lord, who will fight on their knees, who will worship you with their whole hearts, Lord. Lord, call us to battle that we may proclaim you King of kings and Lord of lords. I pray these things with all my Raise them up, Lord, raise them up. One by One Bible Study, Basic Bible Doctrine and Instructions for the Believer meets every fourth Friday of the month at 7 o'clock. This month's topic is prayer, God's promises of answering, and instructions to continue in prayer. The next meeting is January 27th. Please stand to receive the blessing. Psalm 34, 4 through 6. I sought the Lord, and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. This poor man called, and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all his troubles. This year, may you seek God more than ever before. May you hear his voice more clearly. May you have victory in your battles. May you see answers to the prayers you have been praying. Be blessed in Jesus' name.